Hello, folks. This is Pastor John, just reading the Word. Excuse me. Yesterday we read Mark 14, uh, 1 through 31, and today we'll pick up the second half of Mark 14, beginning in uh, verse 32. Father, we are ever thankful that your Word is available to us and that your Word is good to teach us and correct us and rebuke us and train us up unto righteousness. Holy Spirit, I continually thank you for keeping our ability to understand the word and to apply the word. And for that, I am thankful. In Jesus' name, amen. Mark chapter 14, verse 31. They went to an olive grove called Gethsemane, and Jesus said, Sit here while I go and pray. He took Peter, James, and John with him, and he became deeply troubled and distressed. And he told them, My soul is crushed with grief to the point of death. Stay here and keep watch with me. And he went on a little further and fell to the ground. He prayed that if it were possible, the awful hour awaiting him might pass by him. Abba, Father, he cried, everything is possible for you. Please take this cup of suffering away from me. Yet I want your will to be done, not mine. Then he returned and found the disciples asleep. And he said to Peter, Simon, are you asleep? Couldn't you watch with me even one hour? Keep watch and pray so that you will not Give in to the temptation, for the spirit is willing, but the body is weak. Fantastic words from Jesus. Verse 39, Mark chapter 14. Then Jesus left them again and prayed the same prayer as before. When he returned to them again, he found them sleeping, for they couldn't keep their eyes open, and they didn't know what to say. When he returned to them the third time, he said, Go ahead and sleep. Have your rest. But no, the time has come. The Son of Man is betrayed into the hands of sinners. Let us be going. Look, my betrayer is here. And immediately, even as Jesus said this, Judas, one of the twelve disciples, arrived with a crowd of men armed with swords and clubs. They had been sent by the leading priests, the teachers of religious law, and the elders. The traitor Judas had given them a prearranged signal. You will know which one to arrest when I greet him with a kiss. Then you can take him away under guard. As soon as they arrived, Judas walked up to Jesus. Rabbi, he exclaimed, and he gave him a kiss. Then the others grabbed Jesus and arrested him. But one of the men with Jesus pulled out his sword and struck the high priest's slave, slashing off his ear. Jesus asked them, Am I some dangerous revolutionary that you come with swords and clubs to arrest me? Why didn't you arrest me in the temple? I was there among you teaching every day. 
but these things are happening to fulfill what the scripture says about me. Then all the disciples deserted him and ran away. One young man following behind was clothed only in a long linen shirt. When the mob tried to grab him, he slipped out of the shirt and ran away naked. They took Jesus to the high priest's home where the leading priests, the elders, and the teachers of religious law had gathered. Meanwhile, Peter followed him at a distance and went right into the high priest's courtyard. There he sat with the guards, warming himself by the fire. Inside, the leading priests and the entire high council were trying to find evidence against Jesus so they could put him to death, but they couldn't find any. Many false witnesses spoke against him, but they contradicted each other. Finally, some men stood up and gave this false testimony. We heard him say, I will destroy the temple made by human hands, and in three days I will build another made without human hands. But even then, they didn't get their story straight. Then the high priest stood up before the others and asked Jesus, Well, aren't you going to answer these charges? What do you have to say for yourself? But Jesus was silent and made no reply. Then the high priest asked him, Are you the Messiah, the Son of the Blessed One? Jesus said, I am, and you will see the Son of Man seated in the place of power at God's right hand and coming on the clouds of heaven. Then the high priest tore his clothing to show his horror, and he said, Why do we need other witnesses? You have all heard his blasphemy. What is your verdict? Guilty, they all cried. He deserves to die. Then some of them began to spit at him, and they blindfolded him, and they beat him with their fists. Prophesy to us, they jeered. And the guards slapped him as they took him away. Meanwhile, Peter was in the courtyard below. One of the servant girls who worked for the high priest came by and noticed Peter warming himself by the fire. She looked at him closely and said, You are one of those with Jesus of Nazareth. But Peter denied it. I don't know what you're talking about, he said. And he went into the entryway. Just then, a rooster crowed. When the servant girl saw him standing there, she began telling the others, This man is definitely one of them. But Peter denied it again. A little later, some of the other bystanders confirmed Peter, confronted Peter and said, you must be one of them because you are a Gentile. And Peter swore, a curse on me if I'm lying. I don't know this man you're talking about. And immediately, the rooster crowed the second time. Suddenly, Jesus' words flashed through Peter's mind. Before the rooster crows twice, you will deny me three times that you even knew me. And he broke down and he wept.
So Peter was broken. By his lies. And his denials. Father, I am so thankful that you forgive us for our lies and denials. Thank you, Father, that you took all they had to give unto death. But indeed, in three days, the temple was rebuilt. And each of us, Father, have that temple in our soul where you dwell, Holy Spirit. And I love you and I thank you for your word. In Jesus' name, amen.